That was hot. Yes, bitch, you better do. Yo, my nigga, namaste, my nigga. I'ma stay, my niggas. Good. Namaste, my niggas. Okay, welcome to the unfamiliar podcast. The unfamiliar podcast. It's our very, very, very first trial draft episode you know union whatever you want to call it welcome um i have a little bit of a plant here as well yes spider plants now mine is actually quite small i'm still rebuilding her so i can't even bring her out right now but i do have my little baby plant here that i just bought from the nursery she's a plant mom no real kids, thank God. I, have, uh, I do have some children. Also, so. do not have any real, real kids. Um, so we're here in our robes. We're here with Stevie T, Hello. Tony Love, Hello. and myself, Nailert. Absolutely. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining us this evening. Welcome. Yes, we're giving evening tequila. Late nights, early morning. Um, margaritas. Mm. A nightcap situation. Like a little nightcap slash Cinco de Mayo. Slash ghetto as shit. Let's not forget. Exactly. Mm. And I want to just be free, open, fun, um, opinionated, assertive, all the things I ain't supposed to be any other time. I want to be all those things here tonight. <laughs> Every time, you know, you know, it's funny that you say that all the things that I'm not supposed to be every time, because as you know, African-American people, we have to code switch when we get to work and when we get into um, primarily white spaces, spaces. So it's a lot of the time, majority of the time we can't be ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Because we're at work and we're doing things where we have to kind of put on just a little bit differently for the people. So they're not on edge or feeling uh what's the word people use a lot um intimidating intimidated that's oh, a good one Lord. that's an accurate one is what it is they not intimidated honey because the girls love to feel intimidated they love to be scared <laughs> they're scared just so scared no that's very true i think um yeah we want to provide a safe space which is kind of unfamiliar if you will like for people of our um stature so i just want to get into i do want to get into some ghetto gossip as well though you know what i mean like i don't want to keep it too zen like let's keep it turned up my nigga oh, all that shit um you know so i wanted to start it off with something that i saw online of course i saw it on instagram i also saw it on twitter but there was a post from a miss alexis scott Mm-hmm. Honey, and she was spilling this kind of raw, unfiltered IG post tea about how women are not, you're not able to change a woman from a hoe to a housewife. Mm-hmm. And we've all heard the phrase, right? So, with that being said, she's saying you can't turn a man into or a cheater a liar community dick 
you know, a broke nigga into a husband either, but we're supposed to, uh, or turn them into a king or whatever. So I wanted to kind of touch base on what's the right way to kind of move with this situation. Like as far as you just live freely and say, fuck it, swing that punani in a circle. I mean, what, what are we doing? I mean, listen, sometimes I feel like, and you know, I like to, you know what I mean? I like to keep it as real as I possibly can, right? But I am working on my delivery as an adult. For those of you that know me, you know, my delivery was not ever the best. But we're working on it. But no, no, I mean, certain times I think women just try and bust it wide open. And that's just facts. Like, sometimes. and But men, too, I feel like as well, they just want to bust it wide open. They don't really care about repercussions or any of that other thing, any of those other things. But I think she has a point, right? Because we are expected to take in these men, right? A lot of the time, women, especially women of color, more specifically black women, are the the fixers, right? We're, We're the women that fix things, fix people. And not all men need to be fixed. So this isn't geared towards all men, right? Um, however, I do think a lot of people think of us as fixers. You got to think about it. Um, in the workplace, when things are just going in, in complete disarray, what do they do? You know what I'm saying? They call it on the, the, the black woman to try to go and fix it. Um, men as well. You know what I'm saying? I think there are certain men who haven't really unpacked different areas of their, you know what I'm saying, my space. They haven't really unpacked any type of hurt. They haven't really unpacked any type of pain that happened before. So they they go and they do what they do. They become host or, you know what I'm saying, they don't want to commit or however you want to call it. And I feel like women are the, he- black women in specific, are the healing space for that. Hmm. That's an interesting viewpoint. I think that... Um, yeah, speak on it, Stevie, because... Well, you're I- a man, Stevie, so you got to tell us. I will. So I, okay. So you can't turn a hole into a housewife. We all heard it said. And so she's saying that you can't turn community dick or basically a fuck nigga into a king. Right. Okay. So you can't turn anybody into anything. Right. So that has to be within me to want to be those things, to elevate, to be better for the person that I'm with. With that being said, although that's true on both sides, women are expected to deal with me being community dick and me being a hoe and all the other stuff for you to, basically treat like a king. And that part I think is absolute bullshit. However, that's, you know, that's the patriarchy and that kind of just is what it is. Um, I don't think that it should be that way though. But, at the, you know, at the, it, depends on the nigga you, it depends on the nigga that you end up dealing with. Like, at the end of the day, you know, are you settling if you decide that you want to be with somebody that you already know is community dick? And if that's the case, then you settled. That's what you went for. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times you... Okay, go ahead, Tony. No, I'm sorry. I get you, and I agree with you as well. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like I saw a meme that said, you know what I'm saying? Don't. It's not wasn't a meme, it was a tweet. And the woman said, um, please, it was a black woman who tweeted this, she said, please stop uh, measuring how the strength of a black woman by how much pain she can take. Right. Because it's it's basically mentally abusive. Like, it, it's hurtful. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're measuring the strength of me by how much pain you can, that can be inflicted on me, whether it's you or someone else. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, to your viewpoint, you're right. You know, a lot of people feel like, hey, you know, she can take it, she can do this, she can do that, and it's not really 
that shouldn't be even a factor if what I can take, how much you're doing out in about, you know what I'm saying, what I can deal with shouldn't even be a factor of how you treat me. But I also think to the viewpoint of what you said, people have to want to change. Right. I want to introduce Drea into this, right? Because, I mean, Drea was thoughting and bopping for a minute. And this was a little bit of a topic. I watch reality trash TV because sometimes I just need that ratchet shit to get out of my own life. But that's hectic. Um, and for a long time, they were basically telling her she was a hoe. She was a hoe and she couldn't reinvent herself. But we've seen Drea go from what she was known to be to who she is now. Um, and she's basically reinvented herself because she wanted to. Just like you said, you have to want to change in order to be the change. So I don't think that people, men who are promiscuous in the past, can't change to be better men. I absolutely think that they can. Right. Uh, but I, we can't change them to be better men. You know what I'm saying? They have to want to do that for themselves. That's 100%. I think an, another big thing is um, maybe not giving a fuck what, what somebody wants from you. I mean, at the end of the day, there's a little something for everybody. And I think black women, a lot of the times are forced to kind of, like you said, all like we wanted to create a safe space where you don't have to put on a mask. And even with men, sometimes you have to do that, like put on a mask and not be attitude or watch what you say or whatever the case to not rub somebody the wrong way or push them away uh, be too too strong or too whatever it is that they say women can be, um, you know, successful, strong, uh, you know, strong-minded women are going to challenge you sometimes. That's, that's not just a black girl thing. So I, I just think like kind of just being more free and not um, trying to mold yourself into what somebody wants. Like at the end of the day, somebody's going to want exactly what you have to offer. So that's a big thing. Like, who cares if you're a hoe? No, you can't turn no hoe into a housewife because if you think of her as a hoe, she ain't never going to be your housewife at the end of the day. Like, you know what I'm saying? If you are a nigga that, like, yeah, she been around with whoever else she been around with, she with me now. That's a real nigga to me in my, in my mind. That hoe into a housewife, I don't want to change no nigga from hustler or, or hood nigga to no husband. I want you to be a hood nigga husband if that's what I like. I like hood niggas and you gonna be my hood nigga. Straight but like that. I want an old nigga that don't got no social media but a lot of motherfuckers money, honey. Hello? Give me an old hustler with that's out of the game, a lot of money and no social media. And that's my judge. I'm, I'm here for it. Tony Love, you ought to think about getting on OnlyFans. I think you'll find your, your man right there. And you don't got to do too much. Only fans, you do what you want to do. You do what you want to do. You just have a following, a fan base. Only fans tempts me every motherfucking day. You hear me? I know. <laughs> I'll be like, damn. If I started an OnlyFans just for my titties, I would make so much fucking money. Because <laughs> I got a face. Women, men, straight men, gay men, gay women. Everybody love titties. Everybody love them. So I'm like, damn, if I start an OnlyFans, maybe I could just cut my face out. So people don't know. I love titties. See? Titties? titties. I'm more of an ass man, but titties are fun. Okay, well. See? Titties are always fun. Um, I have a friend of mine who follows this OnlyFans model who's actually what I... This is about to sound so bad. I'm sorry. Start you said what so bad? I said this is about to sound so bad, and I'm sorry. So let me just apologize now before y'all try to burn me in the comments. 
But um, I did not think that a lot of the OnlyFans on my titties. We're just pointing at them, girl. It's okay. It's all right. They just want to come to the podcast, too. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> I did not. A lot of these OnlyFans models that he he does follow um, are very intellectual beings, right? They're very smart Black women. Um, um, one in particular, her name is Only Rhonda. I'm really obsessed with her. Um, she's very, very smart. She's very smart a woman. Um, she's married, which I, I thought was great. Like, that's what she does for a living. And she basically shows her titties on OnlyFans. And she makes a hell of a fucking lot of money. The bitch got some big-ass motherfucking titties. Bigger than both of ours, bitch. She like a triple G. Bigger than ours combined? Or like, what? What you trying to say here? It's, I think ours combined is one of hers. The bitch is like a triple J or some shit. Actually, where's my phone at? I'm about to go to her. A triple J, you say. I didn't even know they went up that high, bitch. I thought they stopped, stopped with my bra size, to be quite honest. They okay, go so up. Because Black China also has a show on Zeus Network um, that is following the life of some people, some of the top OnlyFans um, people. And one of the women, she had a... I thought you had the biggest titties I ever seen too, Tony. I ain't even gonna lie, but she had the biggest natural titties I've ever seen on a black woman that were pretty still. <laughs> so, uh, with that being said, her she's making cake. She's making about fifteen to nineteen racks a month, and that's before I, quarantine. You, you so, know what? I um saw she's that. Not even showing nipple. She ain't even showing the nipple, bitch. For fifteen racks a month. Huh. Let me cover up. Y'all not paying a motherfucking thing. Ah. <laughs> Bitch, and you know what? I actually had to find her page, so I had to go to my friend's page to find her page, and I found it. So only Rhonda, she's, first of all, she's fucking beautiful. I, I do also, that is a fact. She has a very pretty face, which is amazing. Um, But this bitch is on here caking. Do you hear me? She has a... 36 double K. I see them. Only one Rhonda. That's her Instagram name. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Right? Also, me and Rhonda got a lot of the same bras, bitch. And when she did her Don't Rush Challenge, I said, bitch, I got that bra too. Yes, sis, come on. But no, I fuck with her. I think she's dope. Um, I actually ended up following her because of that. Not to look at her titties because I have my own, but just because I think she's a dope person. So yeah, she's made a fucking business out of them titties. So I'm here for it because it was it's smart. And you know what? When I saw that clip of Black China's show, I actually was like, "Damn, bitch! I might have to change my motherfucking uh." I think got to change what I do for a living because these bitches is caking. Like, Stevie's like, yep. Yeah, okay, uh, we have gotten only one Rhonda, a motherfucking new follower, a two, because I'm following, and uh, young... Because I'm following, too. Young Stevie T. Young Stevie T here is saying, you know what, fuck it. Okay, she done won me over. We did a few scrolls on the page. Okay. Only Rhonda, we love you, sis. Only one, Rhonda, you ought to come sit down and chat with us. You're a little unfamiliar as well. You should get the people familiar with who you are. Okay. So, 
Uh, I love it. I mean, she popping 166,000 followers. She's not too unfamiliar. Let me correct myself. But however, comma, that's what's up. I salute her hustle. <coughs> I salute what she's doing. The app is lost. Please launch the app on your phone. Uh, Hey, sorry about that. My uh, Bluetooth is right here. Connection to the app is lost. It's power off. I cut it off. Okay. It's our first one. It's fine. Um, first one. So, but back to just, you know, what people are looking for and, you know, whatever. I just think titties are in, ass is in. Titties and ass. Belly, belly is in. Titties and ass should be out. <sighs> What the okay. fuck does that mean? I mean, show it. The fuck? Oh. <laughs> yes. Show them titties. Show them ass cheeks. Absolutely. Definitely show the ass cheeks. I'm going to do Stevie. Thong bathing suits if summer opens, because I think it's closed right now. Yes. Open it up. Open up summertime. We want to go outside and show our tits. Oh. <laughs> I'm so with it. <laughs> just show them shit. Just show them, okay? That's just yes. it. Um, no, I think I think Alexis guy has a point, but I think also to that point, to what Stevie said, people have to want to change. We can't make anybody do something they don't want to do. So if that person wants to, you know what I'm saying, change their lifestyle and settle down and for one person and you want to be the woman who who decides, hey, you know what I'm saying? What he did is in the past and I'm going to go move forward with him as such. So be it. I don't think you should be condemned for it. It's a good decision. And, you know, hopefully you know the person well enough to know that he's serious. Mm. But if not, this, don't put for a man because you can look like a clown in private and no one will. All right, look, I saw a good topic online today. Without blaming the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes, come on, glasses. Without blaming the opposite sex, what's the reason why you single right now? Bitch, I don't know. I'm amazing. Nah, bitch, you got to dig deeper than that. This I'm familiar. You want to go ahead and pull it out that with some imagination in the barn. <laughs> We'll see what we can make today. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, turn up for me. I'm gonna tell you what it is with me. I'm way. I got. I must got testosterone in me. It's something. All right. I'm aggressive as fuck. Mm-hmm. I can be very submissive, but one, you got to get me to that point. And people give up way quicker than it takes to get me to that point of submission. So that's my biggest. Why do I gotta work for it? Why don't you just give it up? Ooh, I can give up as things. far as as far as as far as just being submissive, like you know what I'm saying? Why they gotta why they gotta work for it? I mean, you know what? When I give it up, I have given it up before and it just hadn't worked for me. What is now my guard is up. I'd have given up my I'm giving up my guard to these niggas. People don't have that kind of stamina and that kind of endurance to be able to like go back and forth with you and fight with you until you get to finally submit and we're gonna go and wrestle about shit until you finally. We can fuck in the meantime. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying I'm talking about some bitches want to just bust It's okay. It's I'm talking about forming a relationship. I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? You know why? It's 
if you want it to be something more than just fucking, you know what I'm saying? You got to be willing to, like I said, no one can change anybody else. So I don't even try. I'm going to let you know right now, I don't even try. I'm going to meet you where you are, baby. You know, you you real strong. You're too damn strong for me, all of that. We can fuck in the meantime. I'm going to do that. And then you know I'm what? going down okay. to deal oh, with somebody well, else I'm... that I can take from, from the beginning. Let me correct myself before we move on. Go ahead. I want to say this. I will show vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And if I'm met with anything besides what I'm looking for in that moment, I immediately will never show you vulnerability again. So mm-hmm. I will say... There are some people that I'm able to be vulnerable with, talk freely with, be open with, and things just didn't work out with with me and that person right. or me and those people. Okay. Cool. But most of the time, you know, when I try to, what I'll try to do is, and y'all can tell me, because you're telling me right now by myself that I'm kind of wrong, but I'll throw out a little tester of vulnerability. And put myself out there a little bit. Put my neck on the line. Extend the olive branch. And if I don't, if I'm not met with the same energy, like you say, you come in with the same energy, then I immediately just kind of put it off in its own little category. Like, okay, that's how we doing it. Right. And I put you over here in the box. So I didn't know that until you just said that. But I mean, it's been my experience where, especially with black women, that I'm not saying like, so don't, you know. No, no, no. We doing it. No, but <laughs> but don't get all black girl magic on me. Like, you know, what you mean black women? What you mean sisters? I mean, like, I'm just saying, especially with black women that I've, that I've dealt with in the past, it's like, well, you know, this is who I am. I'm a strong black woman. And I, and I witnessed my mom raise three kids by herself and she worked five jobs and whatever, whatever. This is just who I am. You got to deal with it. All other Davis. That's not, that has not been my experience. My own. Huh? I said, that was, if any woman is telling you all of that, tell her, come on, Angela Davis. That's not what I asked for. We, yeah, it's, it's, I'm, but I'm trying to tell you, that's, they don't say it the way that I just said it, and they don't say it all right. together, but that's what ends up unfolding. Like, okay, suppose, I wasn't raised on survival. I was raised on love, okay? I grew up with a two-parent household, all of that, white picket yes, fence, same. government jobs, all of that shit. So, <laughs> so a lot of times in relationships, you know, I, I find people who have not had that, and they like, want to make you fight for different stuff and they want to do this and do that. And I come, I wear my fucking heart on my sleeve. You know what I'm saying? I'm the type of nigga, I might fall in love with you on a second date. I'm not going to tell you that. You know what I'm saying? But I might tell you that. Who knows? Like, I'm a lover, not a fighter, and I'll be the first one to motherfucking tell you. But, you know what I'm saying? I meet a lot of black women who can't... <laughs> Hold on, Tama, I just had to chime in. I totally relate to that. I definitely fall in love on a second date and I definitely never <laughs> tell nobody that I'm in love. Yeah. I won't never love. tell you on after two weeks of knowing you that I think I'm in love with your ass. But I most likely... Right. If, if we've been going for two weeks strong, I already love you. Right, okay. Just there you go. that out. Okay, go there ahead. you go. So it's not... And like I said, not just black women, just women in general sometimes will be like, well, you know, I'm strong and I'm this and I'm that. And they'll like try to make you, you know, you got to goddamn climb to the top of Mount Olympus and then jump through a flaming hoop. And then you got to rescue whatever her heart out of a fucking shark's mouth and shit like that. And for me, it's just like, you doing all of this to prove what? Like, what is this? What is, like, what's, what is, what is all of this for? I can't sit here and go through it and deal with all of this. Not that I can't. I could, but it's just like, I don't know. I don't want to have to work that hard for it. And I feel like, if you have to work that hard for it, it's not I don't want to be fleeced. Hold on. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that's okay. What are you trying to say, Tony? I, I'm agreeing with him. I'm saying like it's like a um, the complex of women like 
overly independent. So independent that you make it seem like a man. You don't need a man. You don't have any room for masculine energy. You don't have no room for a man to be able to like slip yeah, in there or whatever. It's, it's a turnoff for me. You know what I'm saying? I want to I want to feel like there's a place. And I know that there's a place, because I don't give a fuck how strong you is, bitch. The winter gets cold. You know what I'm saying? Oh, the nights get cold in London. Point blank, period. It's cold in May right now. And I mean, to take the question originally seriously, um, I think for me, that was the complex that I gave off a lot of the time. You can just fuck it, I'll do it myself mentality because that's the mentality I was I was raised on that mentality because that's the mom that I did see. Oh. However, going through my own healing process because we, us, when we were children, we're just given things. We didn't really have an idea of who we were, what we what we aligned with, you know, things of that nature. Our parents gave us what they aligned with, and thus that that was their teaching, right? Um, I told a friend the other day that um, emotional intelligence with men was very rare because your parent, as a man, it seems to me a lot of men have told me your parents just don't. Sometimes your parents don't raise you with that type of emotional intelligence. They just raise you with trying to see, you know this better than I, uh, just be a man, you know, type of mentality. It's a lot of young black men out here that have been raised that are trying to break down what they thought to be true and build what they believe, you know? And I feel like for me, I was raised that way. I was very headstrong. Um, also, I'm a fighter. I've been fighting my whole life. I like to fight. I don't like to fight. Let me take that back. Um, I will fight. Let's be clear. I don't like to, but if you're bringing the shit to the table, I'm going to clean it off. Let's be clear. We're going to get that the fuck out of the way and I will stand up and fight at my ground. And I think that hindered me a lot. So um, I'm kind of going through my own like relearning process of who I am and how I deal with things. And I think that in turn has helped me with whatever relationships that I have gone through since that. I really it's only been one, but I didn't get to answer the last one. Okay, go ahead. I am single because <laughs> last weekend I my relationship ended because of some decisions that I made that were less than honorable. It just ended last weekend? Yeah, I was in a relationship. For, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I did have a very, I had a warm quarantine too. Okay, How, long was in a relationship? How long was I in a relationship? Mm-hmm. Uh, we were official since January, but prior to that, we had been dealing with each other since November. She came with me on my 30th birthday to Mexico. Like it was a whole like situation. Oh, you know? nice. I love it. She held me down. She definitely wrote for me, but I definitely <laughs> fucked up. Like I definitely, I definitely fucked up. And um, it was definitely my fault, but she wasn't even trying to like break up. Literally, I know. I didn't know she wasn't trying to break up, but like when we were going through like everything, like I just assumed that she wasn't trying to be with me. So in my mind, I was like, maybe I don't need to be in a relationship because of the decisions that I made and shit like that. So like, that was my conversation with her. I was like, well, I just don't need to be in a relationship right now. Right. So she was like, okay, well, <laughs> I, I, you made up my mind for me. I, it's not, that's not what I wanted. You know what I'm saying? We might've could have worked through this or whatever the case was, right. which I thought was really nice, but goes back to the first, the first thing, which is why women expect them to deal with to deal with bullshit, because had she been like my sister or my mother or my aunt or somebody, my my best friend, I would have been like, leave that nigga. You know what I'm saying? But she wasn't. She was my girl. So I was just assuming that that's what was going to happen or whatever. But, um, you know, 
I do need to be alone for a little while to kind of get my thoughts together and get my shit together. Not even gonna lie to you, but um, yeah. I think, I think we'll do that, but do, with your what, what my question was, why are you single without blaming the opposite sex? It's not or, her fault. It's my fault. I cheated. It's my hundred percent my fault. She didn't know shit about it. <laughs> but do you think that that's a habit for you? No, to it's be not. A cheater. I'm why? faithful and black. That's the thing about it, right? Like I, I mean, you know me in real life and like on Facebook and stuff. Yes, I do. Yeah, like I'm like faithful and black. I've never done that before. Like I'm a huge like proponent of you know black love for sure you know what i'm saying and like you know being faithful and all the other shit it, it happened so fast it was internet so is this too personal to ask is it was it a black girl yeah okay yeah. why did you cheat yeah why did you cheat on this you, it wasn't intentional black queen. It, was, huh? it wasn't intentional <laughs> she's a beautiful black queen it wasn't intentional it happened so goddamn fast it was ridiculous and it's like your dick fell on her ass so no, it wasn't even physical. It wasn't physical cheating. It was like oh, oh, yeah, it was, it was electronic, amazing. like internet, internet oh, shit. Oh, how you get caught? <laughs> <laughs> the internet is a sneaky bitch. <laughs> I don't fuck with her. She don't never got nobody back. She ain't team nobody. Fuck that bitch. The internet. Yeah. First of all, the internet will tell all your little dirty ass secrets. So don't even listen. Hmm. What I tell y'all early on, nigga, with no social media. Yeah. So. You know, that's that's the reason why I'm single right now. If I'm even, it's kind of like a situationship. I mean, I guess technically I'm single, but like you know, we're still you know having conversations and, like and we still we still love each other and all of that. She is she's a very beautiful, a great girl. It was definitely my fault. I take 100 percent responsibility. I would never try to like put that on her or like you know blame anything on her. So let definitely me ask: When a man does, and it definitely cheat. wasn't even worth it. That's the thing about it. I did, it wasn't even physical. I didn't even get a bit of fucking nut out of it. Definitely wasn't worth it. <laughs> Let's talk about Damn, but I wanted to talk. I want to know, like, damn, what what do you do when you love someone and you done fucked up? What what would make a man go and do that? Why don't you break that down? It's it's, it's not us, so that's I think that's the issue. Like a lot of people view that as the issue of the other person, one party cheating on another, because to, you know, call a spade for a spade, women have cheated on men too. And so you have to think of it in both both terms, right? Because the question is, without blaming the other party, the party is an exclamation mark. It could be a woman or a man. So I think that um, that's the onus of that action is on the party that did the action, not the party that, you know what I'm saying, was unaware. And I feel like a lot of the time, us as people, myself included, at times was, um, well, back in the day, myself included, was what did I do to make him do that? Or why would you, why did he do that to me? It was all about myself because, of course, my the feelings of that happening is very... It's great. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's very large. You feel very strongly when that happens. So I think a lot of the times, us as people kind of want to rationalize it as what did I do? kind of in a in a way that's kind of like, oh, maybe I can change that in the future. When in actuality, anytime there's a, a place of, and this is something I'm still learning, but anytime there's a place of uncertainty or discernment or despondence, I mean, or um, just kind of backing up, that's more so on the person that isn't 
really readily available around or doing the action than the person who the action is being done to. So I think a lot of the time, the question is, what are they going through to make them feel this way? Right. You know what I'm saying like, what are they going through to make them do this action? Because you already know who the person is, right? Stevie, like, you know, that person and that woman knows you, right? So y'all know each other deep down. But when there's any type of despondency or, you know what I'm saying, there's a separation, it's just like, you know, what is the person going through that they're not saying or they're not um, letting me know about so that we can communicate on the issues and maybe so that this doesn't happen. So I think the onus is on the person that's cheating, whether it be a man or a woman, the onus is on that person. Because I know a lot of men who've been cheated on and, you know what I'm saying, not even just really hurt, you know, for them. So not to say that it doesn't hurt for women, but like, I think men are prone to just not showing a lot of emotion. So when they do, and just like you said, I'll show you a little bit, but if you don't respond well, I'm going to take it away. When they show that, you know what I'm saying? Emotion and a woman does them like that, they take it away. So, I mean, I think the question is what's going on with them, not what's going on with you. Cause ain't nothing going on with you. You're fine. And I think to anybody that's listening that might be younger, because I'm 31, um, and, you know, it took me a long time to figure out a lot of what other people do to you isn't because of you. And it really is an eye-opener when you stop taking everything personal, and you think about times that maybe you might have fucked up something. And you're like, damn, I didn't fuck nothing up because of you. I'm so sorry, but it's something that I'm going through. And so you got to think about that with friends, family, relationships, it all kind of ties in as one, like, you know, your friends, your friends put you in the same type of, hold you at the same type of like standards almost as a, it's still a relationship. It's just not a sexual. Yeah. It's just not sexual with friends sometimes. Um, <laughs> hello. Uh, but you know, when it's like, you know, let's say you're homegirling you or whatever the case is like, you know, if, if something happened or somebody says or does something, it might not be because of you or, or personal to you. It could just be a projection. People project fear and all kinds of things onto other people. So I think that that's an important part of this whole situation is knowing that, uh, whether you the cheater or the person getting cheated on, you know, there is an underlying issue there. It's, 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 it might be related to that person that you're dealing with. Right. And it's a, it's a communication break. Like I think ultimately anytime those type of decisions are made or actions happen, I feel like it's a communication break somewhere, you know what I'm saying? And the onus isn't on any person when it comes to communication. Cause you know what I'm saying? Both should be trying to communicate effectively, um, but they should be trying to communicate to listen, to understand versus to just respond. Exactly. Not a lot of the times in conversations, which eventually most of the time lead to arguments, people are listening to respond or they're not listening at all. You see that in cases when there are fights and arguments where people are not listening at all. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Listening to understand someone and to comprehend what they're saying to you is a whole lot different. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's a very important when it comes to communication because without that factor, communication is a mute point because it's not it, happening. Yeah, communication without, you know, 
the understanding that there's going to need to be some changes made with that communication or understanding shit. I mean, how, how I, people, everybody is selfish. So it just gets to a point where in a relationship, are you going to put someone else as a priority equal to, you know, I mean, I feel like, in a, I feel like a good relationship that partner of yours should be equal priority to you as what you have going on their things and you, it should be equal. Yes. You take care of yourself, but in a real partnership, it's like, yo, like their busy, hectic schedule and their state of mind and their mental health is just as important. I agree. Yeah. I think that, uh, I agree. Yeah. I think. I agree with that. I mean, that's what relationships are about, you know? Putting the other person first, that's what they say. Love is, that's what they say, you know? Marriage is, that's what, you know, just making decisions with the other person in mind before yourself. To a certain level and degree of selflessness. Hmm. That's supposed to be taking place and transpiring. Is that real? Or do you think that people just say that? I think it's real for some people. I definitely think it's real <laughs> for some people. That's what, I mean, it's, you know, it's a certain school of thought that thinks that, like, it doesn't necessarily mean... Being in love with someone doesn't mean that I have to say your name 50 times more than I say mine in the day. You know what I'm saying? I can be in love with you and have your best interest at heart and support you and care for you and all that other shit and still, you know, pursue the things that I want to do. And <laughs> right. So, like, that. love languages is really important, too. Then. Yeah, 100%. 100% love languages. Do you guys know your very, love language? Yes, I do. I have a couple. I do as well. I have one too. I like people to buy y'all gifts. That's y'all seem bougie like that. Y'all like gifts. Mm-mm. I don't give a damn about gifts. That's actually the dead last on my love language. It's the dead last on mine too. I don't give a fuck about gifts. I buy my, all my own gifts. Period. Yeah. I, buy, I would rather buy my own gifts because you're probably not gonna buy the things that I want. Facts. Oh my god, I just said that. I'm like, if you ever trying to buy me a gift, you don't know what I want. I ain't said nothing. Go find my sister. She will tell you exactly. My sister and my cousin, Kiara and Tierra, ghetto, right? Yes. Kiara and Tierra, they will uh, find, tell you exactly what it is I want because they really kind of know me to my, they do know me to my core. Those are my sisters. So Find me uh, a gift card or cash. And I'll figure that's it out. A be- that's I'm a better bet. I'll take that because I will buy my own shit. I will buy my, I'm going to buy my own shit regardless. Let's, let's be clear. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just hope that you reimburse me for the bitches. But, um, yeah, no, nah, that's facts. Like, So what's your first love language? Physical touch is mine. And then words of affirmation is my second. Words of affirmation is my, like, top point. I need to hear it. Mine is quality time. Because the time is very important to me because it is uh, so short. Time is so short. That is what you have the least of. And you're not even aware to comprehend, comprehend the fact that you don't have a lot of time. So uh, when someone gives you their time, I feel like not only are they saying that they, they feel strongly about you, but they're saying that you are important to them because um, they're willing to give you those precious moments. So quality time is my first. Then my second is words of affirmation because I feel like in any of my ventures, whether it be my makeup, my, my actual, you know what I'm saying, my career, my IT career, or um just shit I'm trying you know what I'm saying or family I feel like you should be able to lift me up and 
push me forward to where I need to be, to help me push myself forward to where I need to be. You know what I'm saying? Um, Cause I'm going to push myself forward regardless, but I definitely need somebody helping me and guiding me through it with that. That idea should come from a loving nature of wanting me to see and do me, do, wanting me to uh, do better for myself. So, yes. Okay. And you said uh-huh. Uh, words of affirmation so well acts of service is one and then the next one is um words of affirmation acts of service like you know like what would a shorty do for you do that nice things what do shorties do for niggas as acts of service i would love to know that. i love i love when a woman cooks for me which yeah i mean it sounds so basic right like okay no food <laughs> come on now shake all right, I'm learning. I'm learning. It doesn't I'm trying sound to find basic. me a nigga. I'm trying to find me a nigga. Tony trying to teach me how to cook a little something. Yes, baby. <laughs> I made me some chocolate. Shit was lit. Okay. <laughs> yes, yeah. give us feeling. Okay. That feeling is the way to a man's heart, honey. You got to be. Genuinely, it really, really is. Especially like I a good. Know. It's like it's almost. I mean, it's definitely impressive, but it's almost like okay, it's a wife. Like. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's a wife. Like need <laughs> you and the kids, honey. Come on, everyone, sit down. Dinner's ready. Yes, hands will get you bands. Am out. You. That's the first. That is the first thing I do is cook for people. That's why, like Shay, every time you come to my house, like oh, like if I really care about them, like oh my god, I'm gonna cook some food, eat or whatever, drink. I love to entertain people that I love and care about, and you know, I love to entertain just people and make sure everybody has that good time, like that good barbecue, about to play spades, get my drink together type of time. You know what I'm saying? So taking a lot of things. So I think that's it, man. What about you? What's your, what's your thing? What do you do, Shaq? Okay. I, personally like to do acts of service i'm not a great cook but as angela yee says as uh, she's on the go all the time i will order you a mean ass uber eats my nigga you know what i'm saying i take care of i'm learning to cook though and not that i can't cook i have my go-to little breakfast joint I got a couple dinners that I has always been go to that's mediocre. It wasn't just no love was really put into it. it just, I know how to feed myself type shit, but I do want to take care, like learn to care about the food that I cook. Tony, I, you do inspire me in that sense. You are a bit of a chef. I do like that about you. That comes from girl. My you're very maternal and wifely. I do agree with that. It's- it's because I grew up in a house for all of them damn people. There's so many fucking motherfuckers in that house. It was me, it was my sister, it was her kids, it was my brother. So, you know what I'm saying? I grew up with nothing less than five people in the house at a time, right? When my brother and sister weren't home and my sister didn't have her kids, it was me, my mom, and my cousin, Kier. That's, that was our house, three of us, and that was it. So... I learned it from, you know what I'm saying, being in that type of that type of living situation. Also, um, let me be very clear about something. My brother and his fiance are chefs. My cousin owns our own catering business, red plated. He needs catering needs. So it's in your blood. 
And my sister is a baker. She's also the only baker in my entire family. Henry and Colvin's side, let's be clear. Nobody bakes. So that bitch bakes the best cookies. CB, uh, if you like to smoke, you can find her there as well. She'll bake you those as well. They're delicious. Okay. If you don't, she will bake something for the kids to eat at the, at the you know, for the schools and whatnot. Right. So, um, yeah, this is something, I've just watched it. And let me tell you, uh, my mother, Stephanie, she wasn't eating any of my food. Even, not even the pasta salad, child. She was like, no, don't cook nothing. Mm-hmm. Just bring cups. <laughs> nah, but I, I do feel that it's instilled in certain people. I think, um, you know, my daddy used to cook for us a lot. Um, he had his own business. And yeah, he could just, you know, he cooked for us. So I I wasn't put in that. Uh, I made some bomb ass steaks. Okay. And steak tacos, chicken tacos. Steak I, mean, good, I always thought I was going to end up with me a man that was going to cook for me because I'm very, I like to clean. I like to decorate. I like to create. I like to do a lot of fun, cool things. I will plan us trips and vacations and all these things. I don't love cooking. I just don't love it. Um, but I know that that is, you know, that's one of those things that I wanted to talk about like that. Like, do I got to be that girl to find me a nigga? Do I got to be somebody I'm not to find me somebody no, that loves me. God damn. I burn a chicken. You don't have to do that. You don't because my aunt, um, my aunt Trina is just the cutest lady ever. Like she's so cute. And I love her so much. She's so amazing. Um, my aunt Trina did not cook for a very long time. For a really long time. Right. Uh, my uncle Bill, her husband, uh, was the cook. He was the chef, right? Um, so for no, she was a creator. She she was a fixer. She made everything happen. You needed something in order. Yeah, you need work for other people. You was having a problem. You called Trina because she is the fixer and she's going to get it done. Okay. So no, you don't have to be that to find your mate because I love my uncle and my aunt together. You know, I love it. And um, I love to see them interact. It's amazing. I, I just love their love because, yeah. they, you know, although they're not no longer together, they love each other and it's genuine. So, yeah. Um, well, I mean, just to kind of touch on what we were talking about, I definitely feel like I'm a giver. I do like to do that. I don't necessarily need acts of service in return, although a nigga that will cook your car up and get you oil changes and all that shit, that is really high on my list but the highest physical touch for me that was my number one and to me that does kind of tie into quality time um like we're together we're physically touching but we could be in the house for two weeks yeah we we're quarantining really nicely right yeah, you quarantined real nice. okay you fucked it up quarantined real nice. okay he fucked that shit up because <laughs> i missed this this quarantine this quarantine could be a lot better had I had me some little warmth, a regular on a regular that is dependable. That's for quarantine bay. I'm gonna have me a little quarantine bay too. I like okay. that a lot. I'm not mad at y'all for that, and that's exactly my point. Is like, um, you know, I think the physical touch, the the quality time, that kind of goes hand in hand. But if we're quarantining and it's two weeks and we ain't like cuddled up all the time like i'm a cuddler i mean my feet gotta touch your feet at all times now okay i'm okay it's too <laughs> <laughs> question I mean, if, they're not done, if they're not done my feet will it, not ain't. it ain't about the feet it's just about 
Even in the either. quarantine, I won't be smothered too much. I'm a Sagittarius. I need my space. I don't I know yet. Physical touch was my number one. No, yeah, physical physical touch is important to me. It's not number one, baby. It is not baby, the number one. It might be four or five for me. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I want to touch you and everything like that, but like I can cuddle with you for a good five ten minutes. <laughs> then I'm hot. Like get off me. Like, <laughs> but look, that's what I'm saying. My feet gotta touch your feet, but I don't have to be on you. Yeah, but yeah. like I need to just touch you a little. But bit. don't I don't see? Then I feel like you follow me around the house. I feel like you doing. Something oh no, like no, that. no! I mean, like we got. I think in a house with a couple, you should spend at minimum four, five, six hours apart during the day. Like mm-hmm. if you're in. I don't want to spend every waking every moment. Minute. When, we that's are together, when we are that's together, quarantine. I want to touch you. I want that's to be able to be away from you and walk back and just make out with your ass. But that's the thing. That's the that's where we're at. We're in quarantine. We're six to seven hours away from your mate while you live with them in quarantine. It's not happening. Yes, it is. You go downstairs. Still going for six hours downstairs. But let's say you live in an apartment. There's no downstairs. I'm by my nigga. PS five. Yeah, we live in an apartment. Yeah. Where are you going for six hours? When you live in a house, it is a little bit different. By dividers. I agree. I think like um, I think space is important. Space to allow your mate to continue to be the individual they were before they met you is very important. Yes, I think. In my personal experiences, uh, where personal touch and time lacked was when things became, when there became a lot of despondency between two individuals. You know what I'm saying? Uh, not being with each other and not speaking to each other is different. That's com- entirely different. So, I, I mean, I think physical touch for me is important, but I just want to hear from you. I just want to maybe chat. Words of affirmation was my number two. And so I do think that speaking, communicating, talking, and speaking life into one another, not speaking negative. I, I've been in a very poor relationship before. Yeah. I know how impactful it is when somebody's not lifting you up that you really genuinely love. And even if they genuinely love you, they can be fucked up. You know, you don't let nobody not speak to you right. And that's very important to me is how we speak to each other, affirming, you know, where we are with one another. Now I don't need it all the time, but there are certain things that we can say to one another that kind of just solidify that we're on the same page. And I think a little uh, frequent check-in that we are on the same page is not the worst thing to do. You know, not the worst thing at all. Yeah, like, it's good to know, like, you know, that's why I say ask questions, ask, you know what I mean? Like, is there something more that you want in this area, that area, you know, communication? Because that's when, when there's a lack of communication, that's when you get out that door. Right. Whatever it is you want to seek, whatever it is you're seeking that you're not getting. But, um, Okay. I wanted to touch on music. We've been going for a little while. I wanted to touch on some of our- Yeah, a party. Let's turn this shit into a party. I'm ready. All right, first of all, Kevin Gates' sex tape, real quick, since we talk about music, Kevin Gates, the first thing that popped up on my list. Boy. (laughs) Bitch, let me tell you how that sex tape (laughs) popped up on my Twitter timeline, and I was like, why the fuck y'all niggas put this on here? I do not want to see this bullshit. Bitch. Bitch. 
So how'd y'all feel about it? Kevin. I mean, he was stroking. Let me be clear. He was stroking, but it just wasn't, it just wasn't enthusiastic. I didn't see no stroking. I didn't see no enthusiasm. I didn't see nothing that I liked, except for the one, it was like literally a half a second. He was like, yeah, I'm gonna hit that. He started going crazy. And then he stopped to record. It's like, nigga, if you're gonna record <laughs> instead of fuck, then just put the camera down. If you can't the past, my nigga. My plan will be Teddy Riley. Have your shit together. Right. Don't be looking in the background, checking to see who's going to hear the help, nigga. Put the stroke down. He got a song called D.U. Down. I was looking to see that in a sex tape. I felt like the whole thing was cheap. I felt like cheap. the bed and the room, all of that shit was like, you in the fucking Motel 6? Like, what the fuck? What it? <laughs> yes, cheap. I, I felt the whole thing was just was cheap and poorly shot. I mean, you know, Obviously I don't know. Yeah, clearly, definitely from a phone, but I mean, I don't know if it meant to be, if you meant to leak it out or whatever. Was it from an is, Android? But, like, what well, are we talking fucking, about? The tape was a flip flop. Right. <laughs> right. I felt like, I felt <laughs> like. Baby burning. It was a regular fucking show. I mean, you know, you know, all the, the sex talk and shit, I think that he'd be talking like you thought it would have been some, you know, some you gonna stroke. think I ain't been this sex. Like, <laughs> was, he was stroking, it just was looking whack. Like, I, and to be fair, I really only saw like, it was a 13 minute clip. I think I maybe watched five seconds before I like jumped off. I didn't watch the whole thing. Very a 13 minute clip? Excuse me, 13 second clip. I only watched about five to I didn't. I didn't watch the whole, I didn't watch the whole clip either, Um, I don't think, but it, it was, it couldn't have been anything clip different. Four times to see. To, first of all, they said it wasn't his four times. Interested. They said it wasn't his wife Drika because she have a, a tattoo on her leg. So I was like, okay, maybe he's giving the side piece the regular, basic, non-exciting strokes because that's exactly what we got for thirteen seconds. And I watched the thirteen seconds like twenty times, but, and I was also, so unimpressed. But also, I think a lot of them, a lot of us wasn't fucking with it. I know from a lot of the, you know, from my standpoint, it's because it wasn't his wife. And your wife did hold you down. And you did, you continued to go in interviews and say you were so fucking faithful to her. You, you like, would go in on it. And you know what I'm saying? She agreed and it was great. And then to see you with this, also be clear with this with no timestamp. We don't know when this happened. We just know that the video is out now, right? There's no timestamp. So I feel like to see you with this after all that you've said, whether it has been something that you have that happened recently or you know before, is like nigga, this is just too wet. Like, not only is this whole situation, the stroke game, and everything wet, but like this bitch don't hold you. Like, you've been in jail. Like, nigga, this is too wet. Like, nah, this isn't it. Not Your PR team could have done videos. so much more. He's had videos talking about sucking toes. Sucking farts out of asses, spitting in your mouth, slapping you. That's what I'm saying. You do so much sex talking. It's like, that's, that's basic. What I seen was basic, basic, basic sex. Like, that's the kind of dick that I'm giving out if I'm like, you know, we're just fucking just because we just happen to be fucking again. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's not even, I probably didn't even really want to do it a whole lot that day. Like, I wasn't even really that horny. You know, you just here. I felt like I was supposed to fuck you, so I did. Like, that's the kind of shit that's like... Yeah. That's the kind of shit that I felt like happened. I honestly feel like if you're going to give out that kind of dick, just don't give it out. 
it was so unexciting. Don't fucking tape it. She it was so unexciting. I'm gonna give it out fine, but, but don't take the girl. The girl loved me. Yeah, she was calling him. She said, "Yes, sir." I said, "Nigga, you it. have to give out more dick than that in a better manner than for me to call you sir." I don't even say sir. You're not calling a nigga sir. Oh my god, sir! It's uh-huh. like you may better be daddy dingling. There's only one person I'll call. call sir, I'm not going to call your ass up. Sir, relax. What do you call this? <laughs> what do you but call them? I, I don't know. I'm going to call them by their name, baby, babe, whatever, whatever. But if I call you sir, like say yes, sir, like in order, like aye, aye, captain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, better, you better be one bad motherfucker right there. Okay. I, you obviously are. Aye, aye, captain. Bitch, don't fuck the dick because that's not it. Don't do that. Y'all ever see me sprung out like that? Just leave me alone. Walk away and don't ask questions. You know what time it is. This baby shower and eat these meatballs. What the <laughs> fuck? Whatever she doing is her problem. Okay, this meatballs is delicious. I don't give unsolicited advice. Yes, so let me tell yes, you, so. always my might as well say yes, massa. What the fuck? What? Yes, See, sir. that's that shit about you not wanting to submit. Yes. Just call the nigga sir. The fuck. You're a millionaire. Call him sir. Period. A million? Yeah, I'll call him a million. Sir. Sir. That's why she said the shit. Oh, my God. That's that's not it. it. No. Okay, so are we going to say sir to the nigga that's handing out mediocre, less than mediocre dick? No. But his pocket's fat. Fuck no. fat. I don't give a fuck. Better than we could ever imagine. Drake can walk in this house and I would never call him sir. That nigga is going to be Jake or you're actually probably going to be Aubrey. Sir. Because your mama named you Aubrey, so I don't think I should I'll call you. him Sir Aubrey. <laughs> like he's been fucking knighted. Aubrey, go in there. It's great. Put some groceries at my front door in the kitchen. Aubrey, thank you. <laughs> Because fuck that. Please stop playing. Aubrey will leave my house and I will still have the same amount of money that Aubrey had when he walked in that bitch. So fuck Aubrey. it. Perhaps. But if you was calling him <laughs> sir, if you was calling him sir and you was giving it up, you might have a little bit more. You know I what I'm saying? Really like, have one. I got to call him sir and, and I have to give it up. And you're going to want to. I don't give a fuck. If I got the kind of bread, please, I don't give a fuck. Absolutely not. And I'm shit. If I have to tell you to call me, sir, it's a wrap. <laughs> if I got that kind of bread, it's a wrap. I don't even need to tell you that. You should already know. But you want to be called, sir. I'm walking here and I'm calling, I'm, sir. I'm, I'm not saying that's what I want. I'm not saying that's what I want. I'm, I'm saying, just saying, to in say, general. sir, if this thing is specifically, you have to specifically ask for, sir. It's only going to be two what? people that walk through the, my, my door me. and I'm going to call, oh, sir. Respect me. No. Look, I'm respecting men, but I'm not going to disrespect me to respect you, sir. Disrespect you? How about disrespect <laughs> her? 
You call somebody sir, that takes away. It's, it's, respect it's, is not pride. It's not like you what it's, saying out of it's less pride for me. That's that shit. See, <laughs> I don't know what to t- less pride. Call a nigga sir. If he got enough, definitely money, call him sir. Right call me sir. I'm yeah. Calling him sir. If I'm trying sure. to be yeah. a fucking sir. Damn. You yes, call me ma'am. Damn. Yes, ma'am. Ah! Whatever you like. If the fuck is I'm sink that deep. Whatever you want. I'm yes, gonna ma'am. call you ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So whatever you say. Whatever you want. Jesus, how deep are we flowing in these pockets? Because. I don't know. I, so I call myself. you ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being honest. I, I am. Ignorant it's, shit. Very it's only two motherfuckers that's walking in this door and I'm calling them sir. And that's Obama or, or Jesus. If you're not any of those two people. You calling Jesus sir? Maybe. I don't know if that's what he requests. Damn, I don't sir, ask me sir Christ. Christ, sir. Sir, are you letting anybody up in there at this current moment in time? Because sir, Jesus Christ, did you want some water? I don't know. Sir, Jesus, it's is there a line. cut line to heaven? I'm not fucking with you. <laughs> not a cut line. It's I a line. line to heaven, sir. Put me on. Sir, Hotline to heaven. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Pay $80 instead of the regular $20 admission, and you is in okay. there and 20 minutes. For all of our, our followers who are not Christian or Baptist, this can be Allah or whoever it is that you. That's pay. correct. Sir Allah. No. Sir <laughs> Allah. <laughs> not. That's- I'm not fucking with you. Um, no. We're going to edit that out. and We can bleep it. We can bleep, 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 bleep. Okay, so, all right. I guess... um, we didn't sell any bean pies this weekend. Don't worry. I want to end it on a topic right here. Can we talk about Doja Cat? What the fuck did Doja Cat do, bitch? Didn't even know. I'm so fucking big. So people. Hey. I tried to tell y'all. I knew she was taking white dick a long time ago. Bitch, we got canceled. What the fuck did Doja Cat do? And does she really deserve to be canceled? It's the question. Absolutely. Do you guys want to hear it? Yeah, go ahead. Yes, I want to know. Everybody tune in and turn it up for this tea. Okay, well, hold on, bitch. Let me get my speaker. Tune in, turn it up. All right, I'm listening for the tea. For the so I get on. First of all, I think Doja Cat makes great music. She's right. a beautiful looking girl. We see that sh- what she's mixed, right? We see right. that she has the physical skin and features of European and the body of a black person, African, Caribbean, whatever you want to call it. Her dad is a famous, I don't know where he's from, but he's a famous, like, I feel African singer or something like that. Anyways, he was not in her life and he doesn't, you know, I don't think that they have a relationship. And I think that she's publicly said that on several interviews. And long long story short, you know, over the years, she's been saying that she only dates white men. And that's not pushing it too far. Okay, everybody has a preference. So now recently, there have been tweets coming up, uh, video footage of her on Tiny Chat with um 
It's I'm not sure. I feel that it's some type of OnlyFans with video option. Not necessarily only sexual, but it gives you an opportunity to ch- chat. Like, it looks like OnlyFans. Yeah, it was a big grid of um, people. So maybe 10, 7 to 10 to 15 people. I'm not sure. But okay. it was some black guys. It was one black guy I saw, a girl, Doja Cat. And this was recent, last week. Her on oh. Tiny Chat. Okay. Not a while ago. Long okay. story short, she's on Tiny Chat. And she herself <laughs> says, suck my dick. And she says nigga, but she says it with the hard ER. ER. So, oh no, like a white woman? Like, like, a, like a like a Karen. She like she's come coming across right now as if that she's like turned on and does this for fun. Talks to, you know, racist white men, and maybe she want her racist white man to call her a nigga during sex. So that's the vibe before. No God. She what? Has she done it before? Is this like the first time or so they have her multiple different videos of her on Tiny Chat, but I'm not sure when they were. Some somebody pulled up a video of her on live six days ago and her on Tiny Chat in the same outfit. So they're saying that was this six days ago. Just little shit that I've been seeing, but pretty much <laughs> like the tweet was it's depressing to be black. That was a tweet from years ago that they pulled up. Um, and she has some self-hate with what you say? being mixed. Sometimes you got to watch white men shooting these black men on a fucking TV all the time. And it's like, you got to live in this constant state of not even fear, but this constant state of like fight or flight mode as a black person. And it's like not fair. That can put people... In the depressed state, I think it could put certain people who are not aware of where they align themselves, right? You're not aware of where you've decided to align yourself. You're not aware of where you fit in because opposite sides of the spectrum have told you you haven't fit in, so you're still trying to figure it out. I think this isn't... I think that decision, I'm not going to say her, all of her decisions, I think her tweet was basically her saying she's still confused. And so, you know what I'm saying? It's it's putting her in a state of mind where she un- doesn't know what to choose and she's scared and worried and whatever else, anxiety, and she's depressed. But I don't think that cancels the other shit that you said because that other shit was a lot of shit. You can unpack that and not be your ass on tiny chat. Let's be clear. Okay? Yeah, that's wild. That's, that's, that's enough to cancel a bitch. That's, that's wild. She's that's not... Good. So... She's definitely shit because I want to see why she even decided. Because at this point, I feel like Doja Cat's pretty big. She's not that bitch who said she was a cow. Like I don't think she realized that people were. She's a, a a figure at this point. So like, she's a new figure though. That shit is brand right. new. That yeah, shit is brand fucking new. Do new figures have PR teams? Are PR teams not no longer a thing? Because everybody feel like they've been on Instagram. When I see her on live, they have a cell phone. She was sniffling, talking about fucking some nigga. And it was some white guy, of course, that she was talking oh, about. Because I thought she had a boyfriend. It's a white guy. But like, look, I do feel as a mixed girl, you got to kind of pick your side. I ain't even gonna hold you. She done picked her motherfucking side. 
you know what I'm saying? And it's sometimes how you feel comfortable. I grew up with mostly, you know, I grew up with my dad's side, my mom's side, but I was much closer with my mother's side because she had me all the time and she took me with her every motherfucking where. And, you know, we went to the Christmas parties, the family reunions, the everything. My daddy was in and out. He do what he want to do. So if he took me somewhere, it wouldn't be every year consistent. I'm just saying that even with that, I pick my side though. Because of how society gonna view, and I feel society gonna view a mixed girl as a black girl, regardless. And Doja has the opportunity as a mixed girl to kind of represent a little bit better. It's cool to date white men if that's what you do. I would never, but it's cool to date white men if that's what you do. Oh, I would never because I just feel I would that never, I would never. white men don't fuck with it. Like, like they say they fuck with it. I mean, there might be one or two that genuinely like black women, but most of the time I think it's some fetishy weird shit and I'm not with it. Okay. I, oh my God. I felt that way. I've always felt that way. Like a white man wants to date me off of some black girl, big titty, big ass fetish. He's seen passed down to him in fucking I'm not sure, and I don't even want to say that's true. KKK shit is white family gave him, and I'm just not with it. Like, I'm just wrong. I have white friends that I love and I adore, and their families, and you know, they would never. But there are, I don't know you as a man, and that's just what I continuously, I'm not interested in your fetishes. You know what I'm saying? If you don't ever feel like you can take me home to your mom, your grandmother and behind the the four walls of your home and when I'm not around they won't call me a nigger if you can guarantee that a motherfucking snapple cat fat bitch okay but if your granny has ever or your mother has ever and that bitch slip up and call me I'm gonna beat their ass and that's gonna be I just say Tony that me being mixed that my my mom's mom went through Alzheimer's for 10 years and she definitely slipped into um her childhood that's what Alzheimer's do it recess you back all the way to when how you grew up that there's some things that age plays a factor you know what you grew up like not saying that you got to be forever ignorant but I do think that, you know, like an older black person is not too much different from an older white person as far as how they're stuck in their ways and how there's not much teaching you can do there. Um, But with Doja, I just feel that, you know, she she had an opportunity. I do think there's some self-hate somewhere in there mixed in. I'm not really sure what's real, what's recent, what how she really feels, but there should definitely be a PR team. You know, she was on live sniffling and shit. I just feel like Shorty, you know, she kind of all over the place. And that's cool these days to kind of be on drugs and be fucked up and be all weird and troll. She been trolling a long time for the younger generation, not saying for necessarily our age group. Right. But I think there's a certain amount to trolling. Like, there's appreciative trolling. And I'm about to... Y'all about to get me together for saying this, but this is fact. Um, Lil Nas X, that's a troll. Boom. We already know he trolling niggas left and right. Just because it's like, even if I say that I'm not doing it, you're going to tell me I'm doing it anyway. But then you have the trolling level of like 6'9", right? Uh. 
six nine's troll level is on a different fucking vicinity. It's like the nigga, all he do is read the fucking shade room every day. And it's just like, he be so fucking on it. And I mean, I guess when you fresh out, you can't go nowhere. That's all you're doing. But he's always been that way from when he wasn't in and it was videos and shit like that. His level of trolling is so impeccable. It's ridiculous. And so I just think that I feel like, I don't really feel like that's, what you're referring to was trolling earlier. I, I don't. I don't feel like Doja's trolling. I feel like, you know, that's who she is. And maybe she got to a point where she, she thought know that she get a reaction off that body that is shaped like a black girl. She know that. Definitely. She know that. And she black know that she get perks off of being mixed. You know, there's no regular white girl. Bitch, I'm a cow. Nigga, white people was not fucking with bitch, I'm a cow. Them, the market of People who was really no, white people just started fucking with it in the three one three era was fucking with Doja because you know what I'm saying Azalea went ghost. So the next weird pretty black girl they can see is Doja, and thus comes bitch on Macau. No, but look, Azalea did that to herself, and I, I did. Don't be, let's be clear. I'm not taking no credit or no. I'm not giving her no slack, Azalea. I'm not, this is nothing to say that Azalea did not do that shit to herself. This is only to say that Azalea is a great artist who makes great music for weird black women. And I'm when she came black women. Yes. Okay, I'm familiar. Talk about it. I'm just saying, you cannot take her accolades. The woman is an artist, and that is what she will always be. But she also is also weird as fuck. Doja is an amazing, weird-ass artist, too. I want to say that. I want to say I've been rocking with Doja and her music, but something in me... I never post about Doja. I don't stand over her either because just something in me just knew that you talk white white man way too much. Just going to leave it at... That's too much. That's too much. You could dabble in it. Too much white dick. Got your mind fucked up, honey. Because you... I don't Those know. Sick. That outside dick keep them hoes sick. Like, oh. Hey. You know what? We're going to have to end it. <laughs> it's after midnight here where we at. It is. We're going to have to pause this for the cause, honey. Come on back for the next show. We will continue. Yeah, we continuing. All right. We had Stevie T here with us. Yeah. Right. You are amazing. Give him some of them packs. Give him some of them packs. <laughs> okay. Give him a little bit. Give him a little bit. Y'all like a little bit. All right, we're going to tune it. We're going to tune it out. Tone it down. All right. <laughs> what? I don't know. We're going to right. we do. We're going to tap out. Thank you for rocking with us. We fuck with y'all. I hope y'all fuck with us. It's our okay. first show, but come on the fuck back, bitch, because it's gonna be lit. And you it's heard it here first. Fun. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. And Appreciate I love it. you all. Namaste, my that. niggas. It's the unfamiliar podcast. Stevie T. Namaste, on my niggas. It's Stevie T on Instagram. Yes. Get that yes. Stevie T on Twitter. Get that motherfucking plug. It's bug. Stevie T on. Well, it's me, Stevie T, on uh, Cash App. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
Where the dollars at? Mm. It's me, TBT, on Twitter. It's me, TBT. TBT on Twitter. He was amazing. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to have met you. It was amazing. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. You're, you're amazing as well. Hell you're yeah. a good time. I love you both, and we'll Anytime. be back. Anytime. Anytime y'all okay. want to come in. I am familiar. <laughs>